Hello and welcome to the Bull Mountain Brothers Podcast with your hosts, Ramsey Rutschke, Riley Rutschke, and Sean Morris. What is up and welcome back to another episode of the Bull Mountain Brothers. How are we doing, guys? Wonderful. Great. Pretty good. Sean, you look tired. No, I'm good, man. Really looking good today. Ramsey, how are you feeling? I just as peachy as could be. So uh, I guess where we left off on the last podcast, kind of to update everybody back to the, today's correct timeline, um, we're back in the studio. The turkey hunt happened, what, two weeks ago? Mm, close, yeah. And so we recorded a podcast while we were up there. So really... Yeah, it was a lot of fun. This is uh, This is new for us now, being back in the studio. Yeah. It's different. <laughs> it is. Yeah. I actually really uh, thoroughly enjoyed doing it at the cabin it was really like laid yeah. back you know what was the best part about it the acoustics were better in the cabin than <laughs> in our studio yeah because it's much smaller built. yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it's not smaller it's just like there's more stuff in the room maybe no it's, it's probably just that it's place is probably good. sealed up yeah. nice and tight yeah because you'd freeze your ass off in there. oh yeah i mean even like the craziest thing was like you'd go in even when the stove wasn't on, like after we hunted all day, and it was still warm in there, even when it was thirty-five degrees outside. Oh yeah, it, it it's always it, yeah, it holds heat. Probably how, fifty-five well. or sixty in there. How is it in the summertime there? Oh, well, there's it's cool. Like, three AC units pumping in there. It's real nice. Yeah. Oh really, <laughs> dude? I'm telling you, Matt and I had probably a nine-hour nap one day, and it was solely because it was, it was like, nine to six. It was like had uh, it sixty degrees in there and just oh yeah, it was at least fifty nine point nine degrees in there. It yeah. was wonderful, but uh, that's nice. Yeah, so we're back in back in Billings, back in the studio, and I know it kind of feels it always feels weird when we have these like long like when we throw a podcast in, you know, like we're not completely like when we, like have we miss one, a week. Really. When we have one in the barrel, you know, and yeah, like, and you know, I wanted to bring this up too. It's like, is it funny to think about that every time? in the past that we've been like, yeah, we're going out to make some content this weekend. You know, whether we're going ice fishing, fishing, shed hunt or uh, shoulder season hunting or anything. This is the first one we can come back and actually talk about like good news. Speak for yourself. <laughs> well, I mean, before a lot of times before it was like, uh, <laughs> we're going ice fishing. We're going ice fishing. And they get... come back and be like, yeah, that didn't go as planned. Yeah. We didn't get any content. <laughs> Straight at flashbacks all. to Cooney. <sighs> yeah. That was a, <laughs> Not great. Just that week, that that day was it was a fun day. But. So what you're saying is we get back and uh, from like an over not overly. I mean we could have shot. What does that say about turkey hunting? Is it easier than no fishing? It definitely wasn't easy. I mean, oh absolutely not. I it's mean, it's a different different monster. When Matt's guide faced that whole weekend, he was fucking like he he Can I get it. Yeah, he, he. I could tell Friday after you know we went out, we saw turkeys. He was. He was a little upset that we didn't, uh, you know, put something down. But yeah, that all changed about eleven o'clock Saturday. Oh, I wouldn't even say earlier than that. Nine. Yeah. You know, Dylan was excited when he when he shot his turkey, but I mean, after Matt came up to him, gave him a handshake. I'm serious. Like I said this last week, it's like Matt's smile was like ear to ear <laughs> after he got. I mean. The client, his well, and I, his I would say, I don't want to speak for Matt, but I think we could both agree on like to have Dylan. Like Dylan was such a great guest; he was super laid back, so it made things like a lot more enjoyable. Um, especially for Matt guiding, I, I right. think. 
Uh-huh. Especially when we broke down. He was cool with that. Then I buried the ranger. Yeah. And, you know, he's out there digging Riley's boot out of the muck. I still can't believe he did that. Like, I, I we talked about on the live, po- I listened through that last podcast, mm-hmm. and he he mentioned that. We talked about that, and I just think back, this dude just, like, just farmer mentality, I swear. He just puts his hand right in next to my boot and digs me out. I was stuck. I don't, you can ask him today. I was, I was not getting out there with my boots. So it happens when you stand in one spot and watch everyone else get the freaking. Oh, that's horse shit. <laughs> I was putting logs in front and I was getting her done. I was the, I the one job. log that hung us up trying to get out. I think it helped. I think it all helped. No, it, it ended up helping. Yeah. Cause as soon as he got that driver's side tire up on that log, cause it split, right? You could hear it. And just it crack, sunk, crack, crack, yeah, crack. it sunk the passenger side and it was like up on top of it. And then that driver's side, it was just rub, 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 rub. And then it finally caught and pulled it. But yeah, when someone looks for like fossils in that mud hole in like 100 years, there's going to be just some. There's going to be a sock in there, too. Oh, but he got his boot back. I didn't think he could. I didn't think he was getting that boot back either. But yeah, he was. uh, I mean, even when we had him on the podcast two months ago, uh, just he's real laid back. It's nice to have people like that around because it makes things so less stressful and you're able to focus more on like the task at hand. Um, than like really entertaining him. And so, yeah, it was great. And hopefully we can do something with Dylan in the future again because he's become kind oh, yeah. of a oh, he's been, another friend of the podcast. Yeah, he's Absolutely. been talking. I mean, because he's a, I mean, family owns a, like quite a bit of land. And like, like Riley said, he's a farmer. Um, he's been trying to get Ramsey and I to go up there and do some hunting and fish. I mean, we even talked bef- pre-turkey hunt mm-hmm. when he was on. And about, on the way home. Yeah, about getting the three, four of us up we absolutely need Fishing. to do that pike trip. I yeah. think it would oh, be yeah. unreal. Oh, for sure. I would love it, and I'm sure getting some, yeah, I think it would be fun. I'd, yeah. I'd want to do it on the fly, but just pike in general is super fun. So, yeah, well, thanks again, Dylan. I mean, it was, you know, we, we kind of talked about, I would say, 70, eh, 60% of that trip. Yeah. Um. Sunday was eventful, too. I'm trying to, th- I can't even remember how it went. Sunday morning, went out. Oh yeah, right away. Um, we went back up on top of the mountain where um, Matt shot his bear, mm-hmm. and we had come down into this. Actually, we got up there and we could hear him way down in the basin, way down in the bottom. So Matt's like, "Oh, let's just go all the way around the mountain, get down to the bottom." Well, we saw him, right? I think did one of us spot him when they. Took no, off down the coulee or no, they were just gobbling oh. way down in there, yeah. And so, we had gotten around. This is gone, actually a funny story, yeah. This is unbelievable. So, we had gone around, and uh, so I'll steal your story because this is kind of Ramsey's story, but yeah, pitch in when you can. Uh, we kind of had Matt had an idea where he thought they were going to be, so we parked the Ranger, him and Sean take off with Sean's bow, and Ramsey and I are just kind of hanging out. And so Ramsey's like, well, I'm, I'm going to try and film them. Maybe they'll they'll come around the corner. You, uh, you can't leave this part out, though. The best part. Where Matt parked the Ranger for us to give out, Riley grabbed his chalk call and let a hen call out. And what, 30 yards to our right? Not even. We hear a bunch the of gobblers gobble, yeah. go off. Well, yeah. So like Ramsey and, and, and Matt, or Sean and Matt had kind of, I would say, north of us yeah. and they're going to get into position to try and call this in. So I, I stick back with Ramsey. I'm just going to call, you know, get some good 
uh, call noise on the camera, and then Ramsey's going to try and peek, you know, see if Sean and Matt make a stalk back towards us. And we're sitting there, and there's turkey go- turkeys gobbling all around us. And so we're like, I don't even I don't, I don't know what to do at this point. And I, I was calling. Ramsey had the shotgun and the camera, so he's full on camera. And I turn around, and I'm like, Ramsey, look, like, look right behind you. And at like 40 yards, there's just a gobbler's coming in on his backside. And so he shoots and everyone in the, everyone's like, what's going on? Like you well, guys, those come- guys didn't even hear the shot. Yeah. No, no, well, the no. funny part was well, we called them. How do we, when you guys know to come back? Well, when did your turkeys get scared off? No. Cause when we split and went North of you guys, I got about 20 yards in front of Matt and he stayed in a little cove of trees and sat there and was calling. And I set up, spotted the turkeys I mean, and they were coming into Matt for sure. And then I, I mean, we got an arrow in the bow. I mean, they were probably, I don't know, 60 yards, but we saw three or four toms and probably 10 hens split that group and go towards you guys. Mm. And I'm pretty sure that was one of the toms that split that came right across Ramsey. Cause I mean, I mean, cause you got out and you were calling as well, right? Right. right. I I think we were kind of, trying to call in tandem matt was over the hill and it was just kind of i'd wait for him to do his thing for a little bit i'd wait like 30 seconds call yeah i mean like and we just we had the shock i mean we always carry the shotgun because you never know and so like here's situation number three and then some foreshadowing here situation three of four where things happen so unexpectedly Mm -hmm. that i i mean you can't even get it on camera no and it's like i almost we almost have to put gopros on every one of us from the dude holding the camera videoing was the one that the turkeys ended up rolling up on. Right, yeah, you shot the turkey. With I wasn't the gonna sit there with the camera and hold the gun with one arm and be like, "Oh." Here and to go. answer your question, Riley, it was because why we came back. Pretty much, I mean, how long after you saw us crest that hill did had he shot? <laughs> I mean, five minutes of calling, and they were, and I don't know because that whole weekend it seemed like they weren't really responding well with like they weren't trying to pick up hands, so they were just like kind of I think battling other toms for dominance out there i think you guys just spooked him up toward this because i really don't think well, we, we called were, him in we were boogieing i mean when we got oh, over yeah. that hill we were hauling ass trying to get to a, a shooting lane spot because i mean we were as soon as we got to the top of that hill i mean it was just wide open until a group of new growth right and we were like yeah. well we got to get in there because i mean we're not just going to stand out in the middle of nowhere and try and call these turkeys in but well even crazier after that ramsey shoots his turkey you guys come back we we have it on video where it's just like, what just happened? <laughs> you know, another like crazy, crazy deal. And actually Dylan had stood, stayed back. We should have gave Dylan the camera. I think he was just chilling in the ranger. Yeah, I can't remember. But um, so we were sitting there bullshitting. And so Ram- basically Ramsey had his turkey. Dylan had his turkey. Matt had shot in a bear. Matt probably didn't have any intentions of shooting a turkey. I pretty much, you know, I was down for it. I'd rather shoot one with my bow or see one of you guys get one. So it was it was cool. It was like, okay, Ramsey's got his, and we're sitting there, and all of a sudden I'm sitting there with Sean as we're getting ready to leave, and there all of a sudden there's a thunder of a, of a turkey across the ridge again, mm. and we're like, do we do we stay here or what? We and so Sean and I kind of moved into position again, and then it was just like. Matt had made the statement. I was like, hey, just maybe we should back off and we'll come back later. That was, I think, that specific scenario you're talking about, I think that was the longest stock we had with the bow that weekend was you and I. Because, I mean, Ramsey was doing his thing, cameraman in it, 
staying a you know a decent ways back because i mean he's not really looking at the ground so you make a lot of noise when you're you know a cameraman right so he stayed back but i mean you and i were it was probably like 20 minutes that we yeah. were moving through the trees 20 30 minutes and i mean we got eyes on them for i don't know two minutes and then tried to make a plan and went try to go high on them and just bust it out of there yeah so at this point now we're i mean as we're caught up here we have two turkeys and a bear down so after that we decide let's go up i'm trying to think where you shot your turkey sean uh on the way to your shed spot yeah oh yeah yeah so here's another interesting story we go right back up to the same spot we were at the night before where uh matt had had him come in down the drainage and they peeked over and then they pieced out and we caught I don't know if we caught glimpses or caught gobbles again in that same exact. Well, it was just no, a head did. and a tom. No, no, no. Before, Before that, that, we we just drove up to it and we're like, well, let's see if they're down there. And then you grabbed your bow. Yeah, because you and, and Ramsey, called, you and Ramsey, and I went on a hike. Yeah, and they responded, so we're like, well, let's see how close we can get. So we went on on the high side. That was that long stalk. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then walked down there, and they just quit responding. So then we got back in the ranger. And then well, and then we, uh, I think it was like not even two minutes later, we bumped a hen and a tom, and it was just like holy shit. Because who so, spotted that that hen? Dylan. Uh, Dylan, yeah. yeah, yeah, Dylan. So Matt's like, get out of the ranger. Sean gets out of the ranger and just beats feet, and your first turkey was killed, just kind of on the run mm-hmm. in the uh, air. It was a definite running gun. Yeah, you shot him in the air too. Yeah. You don't even shoot any. I mean, for a guy that hates I'm ducks, terrible. I am. I can't believe you terrible hit that. at shooting a shotgun. Seriously, I we went out. I mean, a little side story here. We went out. Six years 17 ago. mile. Yeah. And they were all out shooting clays. I couldn't hit the broadside of a barn. Really? really? And I grabbed Ramsey. Seriously. And I grabbed Ramsey's high point, 45. And all the clays that they had missed and didn't break. They couldn't miss. I seriously, it was at like probably what, like 25? 25, 30 yards, which and is I, a high point. You're about 15 yards past its accurate range. Seriously. Say where you started throwing the high point at It got point? so bad. <laughs> seriously, it got so bad that... I couldn't hit a clay that Ramsey took the shell box from the shotgun shells we had and threw it 10 feet in front of you. Seriously. And I missed like I am. I have a reputation for being piss poor with a shotgun. We just need to take, you just need to go out more. Well, I never really shot. I mean, shot shotguns. And like, of course, all you guys. So and I don't know. And just, that, here's but, a side and, note here. And here's a Riley. Just to preface this, Sean was shooting my very expensive trap, trap gun. Yeah, his trap gun. Oh, when you guys were out? Yeah. Shooting. Well, do you have any interest at all in shooting waterfowl this next year? Oh, I mean, I'd definitely go with you guys. Yeah, I think I think we should do some more shooting and see if we can help you sure. get get better on shotguns. Well, and that, that's the thing is like all, all my friends here, I mean, all of you guys shot trap. Right. So, I mean, when do you stu- or stu- when do you start shooting trap? Like, how old are you? Eight. He was eight and I was ten. Jeez. I've been shooting traps since two thousand five. Yeah. Matt's Holy probably been shit. shooting a shotgun since nineteen seventy six. Dude, I saw a guy on TikTok today shoot a turkey out of the air with a four ten. No shit. Yeah, like walked over this ridge and he had an over under four ten and this turkey flushed out literally almost just like the one you shot. And he was doing that, you know, the big the like huge one the away. Shot him, dropped him with a four ten. You know, I don't know if we brought this up at the at the uh cabin podcast we did. But do you remember those turkeys that we busted and they flew for like oh yeah. How oh, long? Yeah. That was I when mean, Riley was going out. Five oh, ridges. Yeah. 
I actually, I, I guess I forget that you I made did. a little bit of a right. I, I tell you what, I got out with Riley, and we were boogieing. You whipped your ass to that edge. He, holy shit, this guy was fucking gone. And I mean, I wasn't, I wasn't trying to like stick on his hip, you know. I mean, I was filming a little bit, but I wasn't trying to stay on him. I was gonna let him do his thing, and I kind of stopped and glassed him up just to maybe be recovery or something to get a let him know where they went. Um. I look. I literally stopped and pulled my binos up for five, six seconds, and I turn and look, and I can't even fucking see him. Like he was just gone. I mean, the last image I have of Riley, which is funny, is there was a down like a deadfall log, and this motherfucker one hops this this thing, and then he's he's. I mean, you act like I wasn't an athlete. My my good my hate hey, is. I just it was it was impressive. Well, I will say to to go along those lines, if you're keeping up to date with what's going on, Ramsey and I are now both. He's down forty, and I'm down thirty. So, um, things are definitely looking up in those realms and I'm up 10. So good. We want you to be up like 40 and just absolutely <laughs> shredded. <laughs> Cause did you guys talk about, we did talk about in the last podcast. how both of you carried the bear on your shoulders for yeah. those pretty, pretty neat experience. But, uh, yeah, I, I, after, so yeah, I mean, let's go back to your Turkey first, first Turkey. Yep. What was the, what were the feelings? I, like I told you guys, like literally after is, is, Matt Matt's guide mode he was the first one up to me and shook my hand and he's smiling you know and congratulating me and I'm not kidding you like my legs were shaking really? I, t- I told you guys that like they seriously were As I tell you it's my favorite thing about having Sean here is he's him and Ramsey both they get so excited still oh, yeah. and it's it makes everything you know what's funny though is my first meal deer I ever shot I didn't have that yeah which yeah, is weird. I, I think I it was love, more. I think it was just because you didn't like. Yeah, but what if process? you shot like a hundred and seven sixty plus inch mill deer? Well, I mean, that's the thing though. Is it's like maybe it's I don't know. Maybe maybe Ramsey and I kind of feed feed off each other like that because even like absolutely because even like moments where we've been like shoulder season last year when we're sitting there glassing off of off a rim and I spot. 40 bulls in a tree line and i mean obviously we're, we can't shoot bulls in shoulder but our first option was see how close we can get mm-hmm. let's let's get some video of this like this is awesome and both of us are like oh yeah. we, we were so excited we i don't have a single picture or video no. of 40 bulls walking through this yeah because we, we were both just great. sitting there we probably like, bear oh crawled for like 65 yards dude, dude. You re- yeah i really i'm gonna get you one. i'm gonna buy one because you won't do it i'm gonna get you a fucking phone scope for your for your binoculars yeah, I think you really like it. I should. Well, even like, even like the, we've talked about it on the pod before, but the bueling experience we had at four in the morning, driving actually Riley's truck. Mm-hmm. That was fucking unbelievable. Yeah. Not you know, it's funny is because I mean, like, we came back to the camper after that. We're like. Let's not even go to sleep, dude. Let's just make some coffee. Let's get up. Let's 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 you know maybe shoot our bows a little bit or let's go. That did not happen. No, <laughs> we went to bed at four in the morning and we're gonna wake up at six thirty and we woke up at almost nine o'clock. Yeah. Well, think about even remember the first time you and I ever heard bulls when we were like fourteen and sitting in the wall 16? tank camping. Yeah, dude, we were up. Well, we were actually like okay, that was like the first first or second year after we done both hunter safety. We were up in the belts, and uh, we had uh, – I'll finish it up here. Um, 
You, you want me to finish up with yeah, the story? Yeah, you finish okay. the story. Okay. We I'll finish. We're we going to have to take a little break here pretty soon, and then, but I'll finish with the story here. Uh, so I guess I'm guessing I was probably 15, or he was probably make him 12 or 13. You had to have been able to hunt. It was probably your first mm-hmm. year hunting. Mm-mm. Yeah, maybe. I was probably 14 or 15. You were probably 16 or 17. Okay, well, so right in that, I don't know, maybe sophomore high school. I was like a sophomore. I don't know, something like that. And we had never experienced like bugling bulls or anything. We were just up there. We were very novice. Uh, we didn't know definitely a whole lot, but no. we tried. And uh, we ended up waking up at like 1 in the morning. It was in, right in the middle of the rut. So, um, we No, you don't remember it? No, no, no. I know. I remember. We we woke up and there was two. No, that's not how. I'm dead asleep. And Riley's like, Ramsey, Ramsey. And I'm like, what do you want? And he's like, listen. And he stopped and they were just going absolutely nuts. Two bulls fighting. Like I'm talking within 50 yards of our camping spot. There's because really? it was muddy out. And Ramsey and I got out that next morning. We should have just got up. It was like four in the morning. We should have just got up and followed their tracks right away. But we just sat there. And for like an hour, just right outside our tent, just these two bulls going. Like you could hear their horns clashing, and uh, wow, like it was, it was like for our first experience, it was like unreal. Right. With our bugle stories in hand, let's uh, let's take a break, and then uh, we'll be right back with some uh, current events that we got going on. So, um, see you in a sec. Hey, Sean, hmm. what do you got? Uh, what do you got in front of you right there? <sighs> did you get something in the mail? We did. We did. We have have ourselves some magnificent looking Bull Mountain Brothers koozies. Absolutely perfect for when you're just needing a beer, a seltzer, really anything that can fit in this some bitch. My my beer has been cold for at least fine. Would you leave it here last night? It's still cold. Yeah. I think available now for five (laughs) dollars before you went hunting. Wow. Seriously, and I mean these like road soda. Good. I mean, and it covers up. We don't condone drinking and driving. <laughs> um. So we got this nice modern woodland camo. Yes. With the orange font, one layer color of orange, and uh, I don't know. This is kind of this speaks kind of volumes. This is us in a nutshell here. And and this isn't like that uh, that you know Chinese knockoff bullshit. This is like quality foam. Yeah. I mean, it is. It's we comfortable in the hand. We splurge a little bit to not get like ones you would just get thrown at you at a exactly. football game. Like the ones you see on the side of an aisle at Walmart. No, yeah. these are Bull Mountain Brothers. Neoprene. Uzis. Yeah. That's what they're. They're neoprene. Yeah. They're made out of uh, actually African spider web. Um, <laughs> Sean. All right, Sean. All right. So, all right, all right. So roll it up, roll it up. You oversold it. But yeah, they'll be available on our uh, website at $5 a piece. Uh, you may, may be able to do some... Uh, we might, we've been thinking about doing some combo like... Uh, Giveaways, merch giveaways. Yeah. I thought they were five a piece or three for twenty. That is, that is what they are. Mm-hmm. Five a piece or three for twenty. Get a hold of one of the Bull Mountain Brothers. Yeah, if you're local, make sure to get a hold. Of these, you, I mean, get a, get rid of all those ship local shipping fees. You know, uh, get a hold of us if you're not. But if you're in Georgia or Alabama or Florida and you want a koozie, it's five dollars plus shipping. Get yours today. Bull Mountain Brothers store. Keep your drink warm. I mean, cold. Whoa. <laughs> Stroke number two. Uh, nah, that was actually a joke. Oh. But, uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> so, what have you guys been up to other than, uh, are you guys fine with the turkey hunt? And we kind of just told our story about that one. Yeah. Yeah, I think, I think so. I, I, it's just one of those deals where, and I, we had such a hard time really kind of 
it's been a long time since we started this podcast where we had time telling hard time telling stories because there were so many situations where a stock presented itself, you know, seeing an animal presented itself. It was just like hard to remember all of the yeah from the time you stepped into the ranger till the time we pulled in at night. It was always something happening and and, you know and like how we've talked about how we like to structure things differently than how people are doing it in the in the industry now it's like i feel like it would be good to talk about like what we did post hunting in the cabin you know like what that atmosphere was like go ahead i mean matt prepared five course freaking meals Every night we were there. I mean, hey, let's get into let's get into like a real. I have real questions on this. Okay, as someone that's been around um, the shops and two leggings for a long time now, I have some real questions about the, the post hunting atmosphere and what you learned to get to where you're at and why the things are the way they are. So I'm gonna hit you up right now. Okay. So do you you love to cook? Is that why you cook? Absolutely. Okay. Um. Could you, like, would you ever, are you always happy to cook every single meal? Or do you ever find yourself like, holy shit, would someone just take over for a second? No, I'd rather cook the meals and make something that's small on people. And you know, like. I see that. I see that with you. I see like where. Oh, yeah. When the, when the, the table's been set and everything's dished out, like, it's always like make sure like everyone's happy. Right. And. Where, like, obviously you've been doing this for a while with two leggings. So you have, like, your idea of, like, meals that you prepare, are they similar every time? Or, I mean, do you just honestly just go, you know, I want steak and potatoes tonight or let's have steak and lobster tonight. I mean, like. That was a power move, by the way. It was. I mean, is it just kind of like a, you go, well, you know, I'm going to be there Thursday night. I'm leaving Monday. Let's do this. You know, Thursday night, this Saturday. I mean, like, yeah. is that kind of just you just fly by the seat of your pants on what you're thinking for dinner meals? Well, usually when you get out there the first night, you have time because you get to camp, you can't hang out. So that's usually my elk night or or oven night, right? And then everything else has to kind of be quick. So when you get in late, you can eat, and go to bed. Yeah, and I mean, like for us, it was you know, Bowmount Brothers partnered with Two Leggings in that in that scenario. It was. I mean, we were eating dinner at ten thirty at night. Well, well, that was all our own. No, I know um, it was because we were we hunted hard. We we did, and I mean, it wasn't like it wasn't like there was f- you know five dudes sitting there hungry. No, we're. I mean, we have video of it. We're sitting there. We're playing poker while Matt. Well, I mean, Ramsey and I are because I was kind of <laughs> I was going to talk to Zach today because I made that TikTok about us sitting around the uh, the table eating. Oh yeah, <laughs> and he had liked it, so I was like. I'm going to preface this is this is Zach that was on the podcast that lost <laughs> that lost all the weight. Uh, this kind of really being Ramsey and I's mentor for this weight loss stuff, and he had liked our TikTok, and so I was like, "Hey, dude, I wanted to title that." Um, another good thing is this this meal this dinner always slaps because Ramsey and I haven't eaten all day to try and stay in our caloric deficit. <laughs> so I just thought, oh yeah. yeah, but I mean. Who would you? Who would assume that you would go hunting to a? I mean, even forget the outfitter part of it, but even like going hunting to a cabin 
that's 14 plus miles in. Yeah. And you're having steak and lobster. Yeah. I mean, yeah, seriously. That's pretty rough. <laughs> We're really rough in it. I mean, well, that was just unbelievable. Because I like to compare it to like, so my, my mom and dad have, we've always gone camping since I was like, like five years old. And so my mom's thing is she always like writes up a meal plan and stuff. And so like, that's like my first like mentality goes to that. And then all of a sudden Matt's like, like he's a chef, dude. He has all these like recipes in his head and he's like, I'm just going to go pick all this up. Give me money for protein. And then he just whips together these like really awesome meals. And it's just like, it's so much less stressful than what like my family does with camping. Cause it, I don't know. It's just, I don't know. Like, I guess you can like thank him really oh, yeah. for putting it all together. But and like even, it works out good. Even like yeah. breakfast was outstanding. Oh, Those yeah. pancakes were just phenomenal. I mean, honestly, those uh, were they were they hash browns or were they just straight potatoes that we had? That was that Saturday oh, morning fried hash brown potatoes. Yeah, yeah that was, was fried potatoes. Oh my gosh! Oh yeah, that's money, dude. I was like telling Ramsey, I was like, look, we were rewatching that TikTok, and I was like, oh my god, dude, I'm so fucking hungry right now. <laughs> I don't just want that all right now. <laughs> yeah, that it was, just had to be. It was the deer steak night, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And that, and that's another great. Yeah, I mean, I feel really happy like every time we can like go on a event. And so, uh, like Ramsey and I have been meal prepping elk every every single week. We're doing because we're meal prepping five days at a time. Every week we're doing elk in it. Mm-hmm. And then when we go on this turkey, it's like I love it that we get to go. And like Matt had made a, a game plan of having wild game in the. Uh, in and the, and the it meal. was super great. I actually made. It. I got some from you guys. Yeah. Yeah. How did you, you made it again? Was it good? Oh, they. That was the best meal. If we had had ribeyes and lobster, they still would have picked that meal. Really? Really? It's just so. Did you like, make it the same way that you made yep. it for us? It's yeah. just so good every time you have. All I don't five know. packages. Good. Really? Good. And, and they eat it all. For, well, most of it, and then we had it for breakfast. So I, I've been taking a mental note for like when we cut up when we butcher next year for elk, and I think I want to do a lot less burger because it's really hard. It's been really hard to like. That's what we have. Like eighty percent of what's left from the two elk from last year is like burger. Ramsey and I have powered through the stakes. I, I mean, would you say we do we have a lot? I hate left? to tell you, but that was two years ago. Well, whatever, whatever they were. I mean, whatever elk we have left, um, it's mostly like burger. And so Ramsey and I have done um, we Slop, did sloppy, sloppy Joe's, Joe's this, this week, week yeah. which is oddly our lowest calor- calorie meal. Um, and then it was uh, elk burger tacos. Yeah, last we week. did burger tacos. Yeah, you know, there's like. <sighs> There's tons of things that you can do with game meat that, like, most people don't. I, I guess I can't speak for most people, but, like, as far as, like, me, like, there's so much you can do with it. Like, I've seen guys, like, actually cut the ribs. Instead of cutting the meat out of the ribs, they cut the ribs in half and then they'll barbecue a half rack of ribs. Oh, it's deer ribs and elk ribs are amazing. And I mean, like, stuff like that. I'd like to slow cook them uh, either in, like, a pressure cooker for a long time or do them in the Traeger for, like, eight hours and see how they are. I mean, there's just, which I'm really excited about for this upcoming fall is, you know, if we can, you know, harvest animals is, I'm excited to try new recipes. Yeah. Seriously. I think we should, like, um, well, whenever we can get it, it seems like we're finally getting to the other flip side of all the stuff that happened to us right right at the first four months of this creation that we've done. 
seems like we're finally coming on to the side where we can just start rolling through uh, networking mm-hmm. and making more merchandise and, and stuff that's like, it's not as stressful. It's all fun. It's all stuff that we can handle. And I really would love to get that segment going with cooking, ga- you know, wild game and cooking. Oh, uh, yeah, for Cooking sure. upstairs, I think it would be oh, yeah. really awesome. It's good. It's just like uh, you took a video of Dave skinning that bear. Mm-hmm. And that stuff like that is just so, it's like you, you, you're not even really keeping it for the entertainment. You're keeping it for like the history and the mm-hmm. memory banks and the, you know, like, and that goes along with this cooking stuff where you're saving this stuff for years to come because it's knowledge that's passed down. And it's, I mean, like the, the whole idea of being a chef and being able to cook well uh, is a talent in its own. Oh, yeah. And I like, I really enjoy like the, I don't know what word I'm trying to think of that it comes with, but like after harvesting animals while you're hunting, like I just, like even just like cooking on a fire yeah, in the mountains where you shot it, oh, cooking it's, a backstrap. It's or, the cleanest, healthiest, non-fucked with animal that you seriously. can meat that you can, you can eat. It's fresh. It's, it's like, this is why like, you know, and I definitely respect our Montana farmers and egg and all that stuff. And I support, I love eating beef. But uh, at the end of the day, man, elk and deer and, and wild game is the is the cleanest is the cleanest food you're ever going to eat. Seriously. You and you harvested it, so you like the whole process is as clean as it can be and is as stoic and as it can be. Yeah, and like I mean, Ramsey and I, uh, you know, during grouse season, I mean, he was a samurai with his bow and took a grouse out and wow, and uh, we sat there and we sat on the mountain and cooked it up. Yeah, it was. So Matt does that that same elk recipe with grouse, and I'm sure it's just just as fantastic, and it's just more. And you know, we didn't even have any seasoning at all. It was just straight. Which which I see a lot of guys. Yeah, but I see a lot of guys with like, which I need to do. We need to do is like they, like I know like Ranella has like his own little uh little pill bottle that he makes his own seasoning. Like it's all like a bunch of mixture, but even like just carrying like salt and pepper in like a little pill bottle in your pack is that, is that does it do you i do well and then like who would even think like when you're going on like a two to a three day backpack hunt oh, i mean i throw my spices in yeah that or even like i see guys like bring like full onions and stuff like normally oh, yeah. you're bringing like you know like mountain house meals or like something along those lines but like that's like a next step and i love that stuff i mean that is awesome yeah. So uh, real quick, what was your favorite meal of the whole weekend? Everyone around the table here. Friday night, that elk and deer steak was unbelievable. I don't know that that steak and lobster on on Saturday was pretty phenomenal. Yeah, Fun. you know, I'm going to tell you right now though. Sorry to interrupt. That roast beef salad was <laughs> holy uh, shit. I didn't get to try it. You didn't try I, it. Yeah, I didn't get to try Holy it. Holy cow! I, but I'm such dude. I chicken chicken salad, bro. Is like oh chicken salad. Pick That's a pinnacle. Why you had to do both. Yeah, I messed up. Taste itself. I know. Matt. Saturday night, best meal like experience huh. wise was eating the snacks up on the on the mountain. Oh yeah, fire. we didn't even talk about that. We did. Oh, we we did. pulled up and had a fire for Easter, right where yep. Sean had found a shed, yep. which was crazy. And then uh, we had, what did we just have some. Meat and cheese. The only reason we yeah. found that shed was because of where we stopped. Yeah, and the yeah. fire. He's like, go get firewood. And me and Sean are like, Sean's like, dude, 
right there. And I was like, well, yeah. I mean, yeah. literally like 40 yards from where we stopped. Well, yeah, well, we had to drive right by it. And, and there's so many sheds out there. We Over the weekend, we were hunting them turkey. Went down after one of the guy found a deadhead big four by four. Really? Muley, I mean, huge. That gets me excited. Well, I, I hope you we know, can honestly, all get together and make a trip next month. That was the only out. that was the only downside of that of our our turkey trip is there there was just too much snow when we were up there to to spot tines oh, you, or you couldn't no. I mean, we you tried had to get super lucky and have a, a tine peeking. Through. Well, and that was the thing is like shed. where we stopped for that fire, that wind had already blew all that snow off. So I mean, yeah. it was bare up there. That was the only reason. I mean, it was. But we also saw bulls with horns on. So I mean, like it's yeah, we did about possible this. and like. We yeah, saw a, a reg just I mean, I think he wasn't he didn't have as many times as this, but he was just solo. Yeah, a couple well, of well, I picked up one yesterday, a little bigger than that, right on the road. Oh, so it's happening. Yeah. Well, maybe we can that would be a great thing for next month for content if we can make it happen. I don't know if everyone's schedules are but uh that would be that'd be fantastic. All right, another thing, how'd everybody really sleep up that weekend? I slept great. Oh, I slept and I didn't hear Ramsey snore. I didn't time. hear Ram uh I woke up Friday night, yeah. well, sat early Saturday morning, and 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 heard it. But you know the funniest part about the sleeping was Saturday morning. After we all had our conversation about what time we were waking up, I just like woke up like I had a nightmare, but I didn't. It was just kind of like oh, I was awake. And Matt and I had a stare down for like <laughs> literally like thirty seconds because he was like sitting on the edge of his bed like. Do I get up right now or do I just lay back down? And literally, me and him were just like, I'm up on my elbow, and he's just like, it's like did staring you, contest. Did you guys have like a dad moment of who was going to get up first? <laughs> it could have been. And then I, I like start kinda, everything going, start the coffee going. I kind of laid back down, and then I like got right back up, and Matt had his camo pants on, and I was like, this motherfucker. I was he like, all me. right, I was he like, all right, I'm getting up, I'm getting up. God, you were all lazy bones on Sunday though. While we were up, oh, till- it was Easter. Well, we were up till like four in the morning too, Saturday night. Yeah, telling the stories that do not need to watching, be watching, watching, uh, <laughs> watching Matt almost lose to Dylan at the washer game. Oh, oh. but I'm good at that now. Oh, did yeah. you get my video? Yeah, yeah we, we got your video. Yeah. I still don't. You know, you know, Dylan. Actually, it was funny. Dylan on Monday night sent me a video off on Facebook. It's like a miniaturized version of that, but there's two sides, and then you like. Whole saw out glass. sides, and you put a shot glass in. And you, if you make it, you move the shot glass, and like vice versa. And then whenever it gets to your last section, that'd be fun. You you drink, and I was like, I'm gonna build a couple of those. Seriously. That would be a fun time. Put one up fun. at the cabin. That'd be that'd be awesome. But I I mean I know Matt would lose anyway. So <laughs> he lost to Dylan in poker. Every time those oh two God. went but, head to head, but it wasn't even like he lost to him. It was Don't. like on the most unbelievable. We turn. didn't even add this in. There was two pocket aces in one hand. All oh, four yeah. aces were in in it, D- Matt had two, Dylan had two, and they were just sitting there. Everybody's like, I ain't fucking betting on this shit and fold it out. And then <laughs> Matt's probably over there like, Oh, I got this son of a bitch right in the right in the corner yeah. I want him to. And, and then they, they split. Yeah. No, it wasn't it wasn't pocket aces. They each had an ace. No, it was pocket aces. There was, was something crazy. There was four aces. Yeah. Or there was like yeah. two was aces it? on the yeah. on the turn or something. They yeah. both had like ace pair. It was ridiculous. No, it was unbelievable. That was the first time in my life I've ever seen pocket aces like with two people, obviously. Yeah. But it was wild because so you lucky. kept getting you kept getting shafted. It was like like he he should have had when he got what do they call that bad beats the yeah. worst beats. Mind you, he's cooking dinner at the same time as playing. So like I'd grab his cards and not look at him and be like, Matt, you playing? He's like, 
nah, no, nah, not this hander. Yeah, play me, and I toss his chips in, and then he'd just walk over, get a turn or something. Like, oh, cool, and he'd grab his chips and go back to cooking. Yeah, well, I guess in conclusion on the turkey hunt, um, I'm happy that we had the four of us to do that. It was, that a, was honestly, it was a perfect weekend. It I was mean, really. Yeah. Could you ask for any more? No, but this week killed me though. Oh well, yeah, bet. you were there two more days than last time. Hey, I don't. Did we touch about what the conversation we had minutes before? Matt shot his bear. Yeah, we did. We, we were, on that we were talking about uh, the new little partnership with the uh, High, Country High Country Cowboys, and then it yeah. just happened right after that. You did a lot more hiking or what? That, well, Saturday was a shit show. We couldn't go nowhere. The snow was coming in. Oh, yeah. I you couldn't see from like here to the, the wall. I mean, we, we had probably 13, 16 inches right at camp. But what was crazy is it, nothing here. 40 miles. Well, it's no. more than that. 50 miles, 60 miles. I don't know. Right down the Rained. road. Nothing. Rain. That's the whole time. In did there. you guys, I mean, like out by you guys, did you guys get any snow? Nothing. Really? Not one bit. No, it rained like an SOB. Though. I think it must have. Do you think it was like a Bighorn Mountain storm that just caught, caught you guys on the end? Well, the that's what I heard it? is the southeastern part was going to get Yeah, hit. yeah. We got hit a lot harder at camp and then up on top than they did on the north end. Really? Mm. Yep. So there wasn't much snow on the north end when you went over there? Well, of course, well, it melted. Well, well, I didn't get there till Monday because Sunday, Saturday, we just hung out at camp. I mean, there was nothing. To, you couldn't go nowhere. I got up on top. That's when the ranger heated up on me and got back home. And dad came back. He's like, you can't do nothing. And thank God I had a good caller FM. Shout out to him for calling. He's a badass at doing it. Or is he out of again? Was it you say down Arkansas, south? Believe, Arkansas? Yeah, somewhere down south. Very cool. But uh yeah, it was a hell of a weekend. Same as what we had. Snow, mud, then dry. Hmm. So was it uh I know that you guys got turkeys down in the snow, right? Dave about did? Four in yeah. one day. And then it a seemed double. like just what you had talked about. It's like when it dried up, it turned on big time. And it was like yeah. you guys were balls to the walls, getting stuff done. And Got all your turkeys done Monday, right? Yeah, my guy shot Monday morning and then Monday afternoon. Wow. Definitely a uh, plentiful in turkeys out there. That's oh, for sure. I'm kidding. I mean, we saw tons. Well, how many years ago was it when you had like a major kill off and you guys lost like a large population of turkeys? We lost turkey? everything. Right. And you know. Six years ago. I heard, is there like a lot of stuff going on about like uh what is that like bird flu or something going around? Oh, like even bird flu. Yeah, is that? I mean, that's have for you migratory ever, birds. Oh, it's okay. But it can affect any birds, but it's mainly migratory. Have you seen a lot of disease in any, in any turkeys out in that well, area? We're pretty sure that's what happened to those. Is they diseased out. But there's a combination of that. The river was high. They're dumping water out of the dams, bank to bank, and it washed a lot of eggs. Oh, gone. Makes sense. Well, I mean. Was it cool for you though to have two pretty successful weekends in a row? Oh, it's, it's pat on my back, yeah. Yeah, and then oh, are you back to work this weekend? Tomorrow, yeah. Ah, well, lovely. You're heading back out tomorrow? No, drive truck. Oh, drive truck. yeah. So you gotta have you gotta have two awesome weekends, I guess. But it is a lot of work. I'm sure you're pretty pretty exhausted right now. Yeah, it's been a long day. Yeah, I believe it. What time do you leave camp today? Oh, well, we woke up about five thirty, about nine. 
time I got all of our stuff out of there. You didn't do any hunting this morning? No. Everybody no. was tagged out, right? Yes. Yeah. Yep. Everyone and he sat down day. for a podcast today. What a guy. What a, I mean, what a guy. Unbelievable. Seriously. All right. Well, we're going to take a short break and we'll be right back. Yeah. Sounds good. Thank you. All right, boys. We have been up to a lot of preparation for next hunting season. Oh, absolutely. Ramsey and I, well, actually, Ramsey got a new bow. Yeah, 10 years in the making. How excited are you? I don't think it's really set in yet, but it's nice to, to finally have a uh, a bow that I can rely on past 40 yards. Well, while Matt was out guiding, the three of us went with Ramsey to Superior, and Sean and I, see, Matt would have told Ramsey to do whatever the fuck he wants, but Matt, Sean and I, were really trying to push Ramsey to get a Matthews. Because us cool guys shoot Matthews. That's right. And uh, so Ramsey grabs uh, the V3X and what is the Hoyt that you ended up getting? The Highline. And went and shot him. Ended up sticking with the Highline. And uh, I don't know. It's really cool because Ramsey's been shooting that bow that's like definitely not. He outgrew it a long time ago. It's set up for 29 and I shoot 31. So it was a little short. And he noticed that like his poundage wasn't real because he shot a real 70-pound bow, 75-pound bow, and he's getting sore every time he shoots mm-hmm. it. Yeah, me and Sean actually incorporated some stuff into our workouts now. Really? Oh, yeah. That killed. So we do, you know, you just, like, you're holding the bow out. We do with a 15-pound weight? 15-pound weight for 30 seconds. Really? Which is all twice as much. Three as, times. What can I do that? Like, all the time. <laughs> <laughs> but uh and then just on a cable machine pulling back set okay. it up to the right height and then so then after you went and got yours in i it was i was do i matt and i actually talked about this when i first built my bow how i should have never done that seven pin it's too much too much going on and yeah yes and no are you 10, 20, 30, 40, 50? I'm up to 90 except, from, from 20. Yeah, too many pins. Huh? So now I have a five-pin slider, and I... Already, the micro I adjusts are fucking awesome. Seriously. If you still give two shits about bow hunting, you should still go. Seriously? Get, look into getting a slider, dude, because what it is... Do you know what they are? I think they're called no. movers. So they call them sliders, movers, whatever. So they make a three-pin and a five-pin. And what you do is you've got the dial on the side. So let's say, like, we got five pins because the theory is you have your five pins and you set them 20 to, what is it, 60? 20, 30, 40, 50, 60. Yeah. 60. If for some reason you need to make, like, let's say you wounded an animal, you need to make a long shot, you just dial it down and you're instantly 70 through 110. Accurate. Really? Yeah. You just you just turn the knob down. And it's super, like, super accurate. A lot of people, I see, you see a lot of people... You ever have clients that shoot one pins and use a dial? Because that's like kind of a new, no. that's like kind of a new generation thing where you have a one pin and then you can actually have this list. You have like a list on your site, ten through whatever, and this, there's a little dial on it, and you just put like. But I think that's too much. Like one pin, like you have to many, move it every shot. When you're bow hunting, how many times? How much time do you think you really have to sit there and? Why you? There is no time. Yeah, so that's why, like, I like the five pin because. You really only need it in situations where, like, it's it's gone away on like a seventy yard. It, it's wounded. You want to get that second arrow in. You just drop the you just well, drop the whole sight down and. And that's the thing too, though. Like, even 
even if there's somebody out there that's saying that adjusting that might that the slider is too much time. If you sight your bow in right, and you go, I'm in a shooting lane, I'm going to shoot 45 yards, and you adjust and you raise, your other pins that are for lower will still be on, but you just have to do that math in your head quickly to be like, okay, so my 30 pin now is my 45. And then, oh, my 20 pin, you know, is going to be my 30. And then you just do that math in your head quick because, I mean, you can adjust. I mean, it's it's just a game changer. Yeah, I think I it's mean? it's my probably my favorite thing I've done in a while of building my bow. Well, and you switch releases. I did switch. I went to a, a handheld three-finger instead of a wrist strap, and I I I know why a lot of guys use them. Use them do you, like I talked to you, when are we talking on the phone? Last Was that night. last night? Yeah, maybe. Yeah. You said you loved it now. Do you see in the near f- or far future that you're not going to like that? Well, as long as I don't have any issues with like it getting worn out and opening up when I'm not ready, because I'm used to a site where you know you open it up, or excuse me, a release where you open it up, clip it on, and it's always there. The tension's always there, and this is one where like I'm actually opening it up after you know. Right, and it's so, not a hook, right? It's a it's actual jaw. No, it's an actual it's, it's a hook, and it's, it's got like a, oh. this little plastic. It's got like a little metal piece, right? And so it keeps the string from falling out, and then it just opens up like that. Have you seen guys shoot with the wrist releases that are just hooks? Like I know, like my buddy Nick has. Yeah, one. that's kind of like an old, and I I really hate the ones. Uh, uh, you, this is probably like an, you've seen this. It's an older one where you actually there's like a, a piece of metal coming out the side yep. and you click it open and it opens up yep. and you have to push it closed. Yeah. I hate those because it seems like they open up on you without you being ready for it. Oh, yeah. And so, but yeah, I did. I switched to this three finger release and, and as of right now, I, I don't think I'll ever go back to a wrist strap. It's just, it seems so much more accurate. It seems like my anchor point because my anchor point now is my jawline is literally I just stick it right here every time. So is and like, I have my thumb, my thumb, I have more control on my thumb than I do my index finger. Right. And I like I didn't ask you this last night, but does that change your draw length? Like no. I mean No, it just changes where even your peep minus is. school, it doesn't? Okay. You just gotta change your peep. Okay. But actually what happened is I ended up like only having to change my peep like a milli like not even any at all. Half a centimeter. Yeah. And so no, I love it. And and again, I haven't shot up like over 60, 70 yards yet, but uh, I I haven't been this excited since I built this bow to shoot this bow. You know what's funny? It's like there is honestly like a lot of like personal preference that goes into releases because like when I bought my new Matthews, it was like I was, I bought the release that I bought was one of the wire, you know, where it's not a solid release. Oh, yeah, yeah and I hated it. I, I mean, I probably put... Probably 20, 25. 30 arrows at at Dave's house with that release. I could not stand it. Like I it was essentially the point where the the trigger was at the wrong angle down. And so I it was almost felt like I was using too much finger to to catch it. And then Ramsey's like, hang on. I went to his truck and he had one of his old solid where it's an actual like solid connection instead yeah, of a wire that's what you have right it's yeah. like a true ball or something yeah. like that yeah and i mean that was i mean that seriously like as soon as i drew back that first time with that i was like this is it i mean this is and I'm, i i don't have anything i i've shot those true balls for my whole archery career i just i wanted to see um if there was an actual accuracy change or a feeling change to shooting uh a three or four pin 
Well, but, you got it for free, right? Well, essentially. I mean, I bought it with my work points, but... What? Essentially free. Yeah, it was free to try, really. You know, and you weren't spending 60, 70 bucks on it. Well, it was, it was 100 at the store, but no, yeah. I, I, yes, I, I got a free chance to try it and see how it worked out. And, and was right now, like I, so Ramsey and I have the bow range at the house. We're planning on getting up every morning and like shooting. It's like the way that they're doing archery tags. And I, I don't even know if we talked about this in the podcast, but Matt and I drew archery tags. I don't even think no, we ever talked no, about it. Yeah, of sorry boys, sorry to Shut bring up. that, sorry to bring that up, but <laughs> you're a fucking dick. <laughs> Matt and I did draw, and it's like with how they're doing archery tags, you never know if like if next year we'll get one. So it's like this year we got them. I'm gonna put tons of effort into making sure I'm as accurate as possible because there will be chances, and I want to jump on those chances as much as I can. Every weekend for five weeks. How are yeah, you, yeah. Matt? What's your opinion on on you drawing that tag? Well, you shot that bowl with that tag, you know? I've yet to not get a tag. Oh. Knock on wood. But I think Riley's right. With the way they're doing stuff, they're going to yank more tags and more tags and more tags. So get it while getting's good. Yeah, that's why, like, I don't mind. See, Matt's old school. He's, he's you know, get a bow, shoot it for 10 years, and just be in tune with your bow, shoot the shit out of it, get good with what you got. And me, it was like I, you know, and Ramsey did too. You spent a small fortune, and I don't know. I, is is it going to be worth it? We'll find out in four Here, months. Here's the difference between me and you, though. I'll probably have that bow for ten years, and you'll have four bows in that same amount of time. It all depends. Hey, Riley and I, after being with you, buying exactly what he's going to say. Buying your bow. Oh, he already told me you guys talked about putting in an order for bows for next year. Yeah, yeah. January. January. <laughs> January, Riley and I are buying new bows. <laughs> well, Sean just bought a new bow. I did. Well, well it's a, it was a it was a four-year-old bow. Yeah, it was, a, it was the last tri- Matthews Triax they ever made. Did you see they have another new Matthews for the same price there? And it's newer than the one you have? It's an Atlas? Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. whatever. You'll get good. It is funny, though, because Sean and I were like, man, dude, I think we're going to order new bows next year. <laughs> But I don't know. We'll see. Who knows what the finances are going to be at that point next year. But I, I, it just seems like he always you know, wants to start at square one every year when he's sitting in his bows. That's two years in a row too. Because I don't remember what Three I switched years last year. So I, well, I switched something last year. Going to last year, I had to switch it all up again. And I'm, I, I know that. Didn't you switch your cams last no, year? No, he switched his release. No, I didn't. That wasn't my. What, not your, what, sorry, not your release. Your, uh, your um, fall away. Oh because yeah, you had a string driven one, and then you switched to a limb driven. driven. Yeah, I love it though. I mean, but you have to—it's another thing cord. you have to tune. Rip and then uh, I also took—I had a drop bar on it. Rip cord. Matt's probably got a whisker biscuit. No, he's got a rip cord. Fuck yeah, Atta boy. I'm pretty sure. Um, no, I actually. Uh, that first year I had that Matthews was 2020, and Matt and I kept getting in situations where I'd catch my fucking drop bar on stuff oh. when I'm hiking through the hills, all the time. Yeah, you. It was not, not worth one it. time. Did you not? Was that the when you had the dual system? Yeah, yeah. big long son of a gun. With like, and then the it dropped off. The back. It yeah. was mostly the shitty thing is it dropped off the back. Is that so. uncomfortable to shoot with? It well, yeah, because you had to stick your hand, and who knows? Maybe I had it set up with the wrong direction, but it just seemed like you were always fighting that other that drop bar and shit. And it was just like, I took it off. I added more weight to the one that I had on there because Matthews are known for being like kind of, you know, they pull up when mm-hmm. you're holding. And I got it set up right. I got that bow shouldn't have to touch it for the life that I have that Bullshit. bow. Bullshit! Now you have to 
freaking side it in again. Well, okay, you know what I mean. Like I shouldn't have to add any more. I have, I have what I want. I've gone through it. I have the arrows I want. I'm, I'm done messing with it. It's kind of like when trap shooting. Like, you, there's guys. Can somebody mark this on a calendar <laughs> that he said that? I, there's always guys in trap shooting <laughs> that want to like switch. They want to change chokes and change sights and change stocks and change this. And it's like, dude, just, just shoot it. <laughs> Just the, the gun I have now, the first time I ever shot it, I ran 100 straight with it. Yeah. And I haven't touched anything since. Yeah. Well, it's the same thing with bows. But yeah, I, I don't know. We just want to little, talk about a little what's going There's on. A, you know what's funny? It's like Ramsey and I sighting in those was that uh, Sunday evening. Well, not. I mean, yeah, we were sighting in because we both brand new bows. But um, it's funny because like you, I already had put probably 200 arrow nah probably not 200 maybe like 120 arrows into a target at 20 at dave's and we were we were sitting pretty good both of us were like yeah we we like where that's at and then went out did the same thing sunday evening at 20 and then you moved to 30 and it was like day and night whole no we had to change so much shit like we were like, cause the the rip cord I have is that that ace, and you you can do micro adjusts on it to line up better. Yeah. And so we moved that. I shot was still left at thirty, and then moved the sight. I mean, a tiny, tiny, tiny bit, and it was like insane how much it moved. But you're moving the pins too, right? Well, we. We I didn't to, have the right Allen wrench yeah. to get the pins, and so I just told him. Like, we need to get it right. However far he yeah. was below it, I was like, "Well, just shoot that far above it." Yeah, because I mean, and it's then a, he hit dead center with three arrows. And oh, so thing. you need to get an Allen wrench on it and actually move. No, the pin. Yeah, that, yeah, my thirty pin, I got to move because we got it because it was it was shooting way way left, and so we got it where it needed to be, and then basically on those that. The block that we had out there, it was the two top circles. I was like, okay, well, I'm shooting really low when I aim for center. <coughs> and so I was like, all right, I'm going to aim for the center of the top two. And I freaking just dead smoked center. So I was like, okay, so that pin's got to drop, you know. And so now we just need to do that. Yeah. It's um, a work in progress. And mine was the same exact thing. I went to 30 and I was hitting in the same spot Sean was. So we just... Made sure everything was center and aimed up a little bit, and we were both hitting dead center right yeah. at the end there. Yeah. I will be happy that we spent far too many hours in the bow in the bow range at the shop. Oh, <laughs> far at too the many. bow shop? Yeah, I was probably there for a total of six hours. Yeah, between the two of us and days. Sean. Yeah. I got a new case too, Sean. I don't know if I told you that. Did you? Oh. I might get one of those square cases. They're nice. You can move the like studs wherever you want them to fit your bow. Really? How yeah. much was it? 90 Oh, wow, that's not bad. I found them cheaper at Cabela's. So. Ah, good to know. Hey, you know, and we're gonna get uh, we're gonna get Matt out too. Shoot some bows, get some content, or what? No. Is your bow even here? No. Yeah, I figured it was. <laughs> oh, it's it's sixty miles away. Yeah. Figured it was sixty miles away. Yeah. yeah. Well, we're we're just I don't know. It's it's good to talk about because we're it's fun though. We're uh, it's a ton of fun. Definitely more prepared. I'm not even May yet. Is it going to be May when this podcast comes out? Mm-mm. Oh, is it 29th on Friday? Nope. So, uh, yeah, it's still April, and we're more prepared in April than I have been by July, August, in previous years. So, I mean, we're going to keep up the, the working out. And we're not keeping up the Yeah, that, and that's preparation. what I was going to say. Not just your target Ooh. shooting with your bow. I mean, you're 
have you ever prepared your body like you have been? It's a, it's weird to think because like in previous years up until like two years ago, I was working out most of the year. Uh, but the last two years, three years actually, uh, it hasn't been um, as good. And this year it's like, and, and I'll be honest with you, I've lost 30 pounds and I haven't been to the gym as much as you guys. Like that's the next step I'm taking is like go to the gym a lot more. And then hopefully, I don't know, I'd like to be 280 by hunting season. I'd be, I'd be in good, good position at three. That's about what my goal is. What is under 300 by your wedding? Yeah. Yeah. It easily could happen too. Yeah. I got 40 yeah, pounds, the way it's looking. 40 pounds to get to 300 and then another 20. A little less than 30. And then your hopefully wedding's when? August. August 6th. I think, I think we'll get some stuff done. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, I was glad to be back, guys. I'm uh, happy with everything that's going on. It's been a whirlwind still. Um, everybody, we still have merchandise. We still have hats out. Um, and we just put a big order in. For, well, I, don't, hmm. I already said it. We need a big order in for another b- yeah. bunch of merch coming yeah. through. It's, oh, yeah. it's coming down we the have pipeline. Some, we have some shows that we're going to do this summer, uh, open up some booths. So we want to have those ready, um, ready to go. So we're excited about that. Lots of big things coming down the line. And uh, as always... Catch us on the next one. Are we doing a, a uh, guest next week? The- oh, yes. Oh, yeah. yes. Stay tuned for next week. Uh, we have one of our, <laughs> going to be one of our favorite guests, good friend of ours from uh, down south coming up. Going to be on the pod. I believe. Yep. Coming down from the podcast. That should be interesting. The guy's been hunting, hunt, from what I know, he's been hunting his whole life, I believe. Oh, yeah. Um, and uh, him and Matt have been friends, and he's been a client of Matt's for <laughs> 20 years. 20 years. So good relationship there, and it should be good, cool to talk to a, a guy, oh. guy from down south oh, yeah. about his hunting it'll heritage. Be, yeah, it'll be different. Stellar to, guy, one hundred percent. It'd be really cool to talk about like the different style of hunting that you know happens yeah. for geographical. Well, 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 he does a lot of hunting all over the place. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah it'll be nice to have a southern drawl <laughs> on the old podcast. So yeah. Uh, yeah, stay tuned. Exciting things coming up, and it'll be first our first guest with Matt in the building too. So yeah. that'll be That's interesting right. to see how. Well, besides Dylan, but that's that was way, way we had the table back. for it. We uh, yeah, that was not the studio, but yeah, we'll have a couch this time. Yeah, yeah. have you decided who if you're going to be on the couch or, if, or you guys should sit on the couch Alan, together? We're putting Alan on the couch. You should sit with him. So then we can do a camera. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, and then the we'll three figure. of us. I'll sit with him. Camera. I don't give. I don't care. We'll, we'll see. We'll, we'll see how it goes. I'm excited. It'll be fun. That's going to be good. So uh, thanks, uh, everyone, for uh, for listening, subscribing, liking, buying the merch. It's uh, helping us get to where we're at today, and we're, we're just happy to keep going. So this time, catch you on the next one. <laughs> See you later. Thanks for listening to another episode of Bull Mountain Brothers. Hey, if you're looking for more Bull Mountain Brothers, be sure to follow us on TikTok and Instagram at bull underscore mountain underscore brothers and Facebook and YouTube at Bull Mountain Brothers. Also, don't forget to check out our B&B store at BullMountainBrothers.com where you can find some super sweet deals on some seasonal merchandise and outdoor gear.